home slice audio. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Whiskey at Work. It's uh, Rob it's just, and Mark. Never gets old. <laughs> it's it's so much later in the day, though. We only have like 30 minutes of work time left. We're, we're getting late to this one today. <laughs> Shut up. I started on time. <laughs> You did. I couldn't, I couldn't I was, wait for you anymore. I was mad because I thought when I saw you sitting with a glass down there in the office, I'm like, you SOB, you opened that, didn't you? I did oh, not. Dang it. For all of the, Joni, you're fine. Your son-in-law is. Uh, okay. So. He's getting first crack at this too. My absolute favorite bottle of whiskey that I own. What did you do to it first, Rob? So you know there's some precedent well, here. I, I knew you wouldn't share it, so I opened it before you got back from vacation. It <laughs> so was all can, right. You can, <laughs> It was all right. It was, I mean, it was scotch. God. It was okay. McAllen rare cask. It was all right. It was pretty good for scotch. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So we've been, uh, we've been pretty excited for what we're drinking right here. Uh, when did we... When did Jeff Arnett leave Jack Daniels? It's been a couple years ago now. Already been a couple years? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like the COVID thing. I mean, it was... I think his last year at the rally might have been... It was 2019. 19? Yep, because that was... And the, he, that was kind of when he was finishing up his tenure, I think. Yeah. He was, he was going to be gone as soon as... Like the end of August, or I mean, that was maybe his last official act big, big as, as a master distiller. I mean, I, I hate to speak to Jeff's calendar, but, sure, but I think that was he was wanting to come back up here for the rally to do that. Well, and and from, those from of the you stories that I've heard from other people that know him. If you don't know Jeff Arnett, master distiller from Jack Daniels, I think he was number seven or seven. eight, number seven. Uh, in the long line of uh, distillers, John there. Elway of Jack Daniels Distillers. <laughs> oh God, let's that's terrible. <laughs> Jeff ben is better than Elway. Oh, gross! Jeff, You're making uh, it even Jack worse. Daniel. The Teddy Bridgewater um, of the. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you know, Steelers got more Super Bowls. All right, yeah, we're not having that conversation. We already, we already I'm, did. How your, many of the Vikings? Have? We did your stupid Bradshaw. Whiskey. I know. I finished right, that up the other day. I had, it wasn't good. It wasn't that good. So I, I think they have an older version of that. No, yeah, they, they did. Have a, I think that was a two-year. We could try that one again. Year. So Jeff Arnett, master distiller, Jack Daniels. And the reason why we kind of have an- I an, killed an, that an, bottle over the weekend, by the way, just okay. to get it off my shelf. Good for you. The reason why we have <laughs> kind of an affection for yeah, Jeff- this, this, is a, this is a dialogue, <laughs> not a monologue. Come on, man. Uh, is because we know him, um, you know, on a, on a semi- I don't know, personal level, I guess. We, he, he's not in my phone yet. No, but, not in your phone. But we, we got to see him about once a year. For a couple of days, yeah. which is what most people, I mean, most people don't get to spend that much time with somebody who's the master distiller for the nation's best But there's, but there's a lot of whiskey. people that get to spend more than a couple of days with him a year since he's... But not people that listen to us, Rob, <laughs> right? Not people that know us don't get to do that sort of thing. Well, not people like us, for right. sure. So we were definitely fortunate. And Jeff, just a, a cool, decent human being, too. You oh, know? he's a super sweet guy. Yeah, yeah really. I like him a lot. Uh, he's a background in chemistry. That's what led him into, uh, I think the position that he had, which is that, that I'd love to ask him about that. He started, he started like in coffee and, and working at Pringles. At Pringles? Did he really? I didn't know that. Apparently Cheesem Day was, you had to wear the old underwear on Cheesem Day because 
the cheese and dust <laughs> went everywhere. Oh, that's terrible. You never heard that story? Oh, no, you should, I didn't. When we, if we get to talk to him here later this we'll year. We'll ask him? You, you, should, you should bring that okay. up. He, <laughs> he told that story quite a little. Uh, well, he, he left Jack Daniels a couple of years ago. I can't wait to hear it now. Oh, We've got to talk he, to him about what's that. What's Cheesem Day? Well, you'll know. <laughs> Perfect. I can't wait. <laughs> um, and I don't think, did he announce... I don't think he announced until after he left that he was going to go form a brand new whiskey company, did he? Yeah, I don't know ex- the exact history of that either. I don't know if he, par- I'm assuming he partnered up with some other people. And I don't know if that was the plan from the onset or, right. or how that all boiled out. I mean, I was I was pretty sure that he was going to still be in the whiskey industry, um, not knowing anything, obviously. But yeah, he uh, joined a group of people and investors, I think, that, that uh, formed the company. And that's what we're drinking right now. We finally got a bottle of it because it's a, it was available online. And it's always sketchy for us here in South Dakota to order any whiskey online because <laughs> we never know if they'll ship it I out know, it's here. really weird since we have people in our office that go to Nashville frequently <laughs> that have been requested on numerous occasions to bring some back. The, the, There's two of them that I can think of. The caveat to that, though, is they are also the owners of the company. Well, in one of them, you and know, as so, a, a pretty highly touted touring band that probably has better stuff to do while that that's while, true too. While, he, while he's in Nashville right. working, actual right. working, not whiskey at working. No, uh that would of course be Chancey Williams, uh who if you're not familiar with, you should instantly go to Spotify and uh, you should. look him up because Chancey's amazing. Um and for that plug, Chancey, yes, next time you come back up here, please have a couple I've of bottles I've got a shopping list for you. <laughs> to bring H- up his there. number I do have. but <laughs> Yeah, I've got his in my phone, too. I He's never, like the biggest celebrity I have I in my phone. I hate to make I people fly you know, or have to ship it back. Well, so, that's true. You know, I'm trying to figure out when Chancey's on the bus in Nashville and just throw it all in a storage compartment. Yeah, we'll follow that. That'll be creepy, but we'll follow that. The problem with that is, is that you never know. If it's going to make it back out of the bus intact or not. No, I know it will. Because if it doesn't say Crown Royal on the bottle, <laughs> we'll be fine. Or, okay? Well, you know, he's getting into wild turkey. Yeah, he kind of is. He's, he's stepping got, his he's game got, up a little. He's got some of these. He turned me on to the Russell's Rare Breed. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He did that? Yeah. Huh. I, I, I still think he was faking it. I still think he, he might have. Like, no, this is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Pours himself some more Crown. <laughs> Anyway. Well, maybe he likes crowns so much because all that old Pappy Van oh my Winkle. God. Okay, side note, really quick here. Side note. Tell tell this story really quick because you're reading the book called Pappy, Pappy Land. Land. It's about Julian Van Winkle mm-hmm. by a guy by the name of Wright Thompson. And one of the snippets in this book is that when Diageo took over and bought the Stitzel Weller distillery, that they had all of this old pappy sitting around in barrels and they didn't know what to do with it so they shipped it to canada to for use in crown royal what year what year was that i don't have any i i don't know that it said and i haven't done enough research to even look at i'm so, assuming it was in the 80s at some point so obviously before pappy was a big deal that it is i mean well to, yeah to the point that it is today i mean i think it was always a fairly big deal especially in that area with the der- sure. derby and everything else it was but, but not it, the, on the world level, world bur- stage. Yeah, right bourbon ha- hasn't gotten the notoriety that it has until, you know, the 90s or 2000s. So you said that they didn't know what to do with it. They shipped it to Canada to be blended in with Crown Bl- blended Royal. Blended Crown Royal. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Why does Crown Royal taste the way it does then? Because like, they probably <laughs> ran out of Pappy. <laughs> that's got to that's gotta be it. 
Oh my God, that's a great story. I want to, I want to dig into that further. I got to yeah. go back and read that part of the book again to make sure I got those details even semi accurate. It was late at night and I was and you. I'm sure you'd already had a few. And I, well, so, yeah, obviously it's I, it's whiskey at work. I'm dedicated. <laughs> okay, so this is called. Uh, well, I don't. Is is it company? Is it just company or is it the company? I don't know. It looks it says, like company. It says on the bottle, company distilling. You have the label facing I you. I, I don't know what that to one. tell you. Company distilling. Okay? Yeah. The logo or their their uh, their slogan on the back is "Gather around." That's I don't. I don't. I don't like that. We're already doing it, dude. We're, I, we are. We we should have a campfire. I think it should be better as "Gather around." Yeah, maybe. not gather around. That's, well, I mean, with all due respect to Jeff and the investors, I mean, company sure. distilling is is a, is a weird name. Let's just, let's bit. just leave it at that. That's it's it's weird. Well, again, Jeff, all due respect, because I know you listen to this podcast religiously. Um, <laughs> right, I'm sure. Uh, He's like, is, when's the next one coming out? <laughs> it is it is a different type of name, but sometimes in this business, you got you have to have different. It is a straight bourbon whiskey, so it's at least two years uh, from Kentucky, right? It nope, is, no, it, nope, it's not it's Kentucky. It's distilled in Tennessee. It's Tennessee, that's right. So it's not a straight Kentucky bourbon. It is a straight bourbon, meaning it has to be two years. Now, obviously... This is sourced. Has to be. From what I have gathered in the sources that have confided in me enough to tell me anything. Mm, yes. Which whiskey are, sources. Which aren't very many. Right. Uh, it is sourced. They they did not tell me or did, maybe did not know where it was sourced from. But it's not always going to be but sourced. But no, no. Of course I mean, not. certainly if Jeff has a couple years under his belt, is distilling his own stuff and probably has his own stuff in barrels currently. Well, you would have to think they would, that the barrels are already full. I I would think. Right. Uh, This is finished with maple wood. And there's kind of an interesting story with Jeff and maple barrels. There is. That he told us. Yeah. So old number. The number 27. Number number 27. Gold. Is that what it's called? Jack Daniels? Is, uh, was finished in maple barrels as well. And he was, his story, as I recall it anyway, was he was in the rickhouse sampling it and people were saying that it needed to be in the barrel a little bit longer. And his, his response to them was, we can't keep it in the barrel any longer. It's got to go in the bottle because if we don't, it's going to end up on the floor because apparently the maple barrel was reacting a little differently than, yeah. than, than the oak barrels were. Yeah, he made he made the comment that, that the maple just, it doesn't hold yeah, as well. Contracting or more yep. porous, I don't, I ask the chemistry guy, I don't, I don't know what the explanation But he said was. they lost, I mean, it was a substantial amount that came out of those maple barrels just because of how they're made up. Yeah, so, I, I think that, yeah, that is true. But this is just finished with maple wood. Well, I think so, I think the, the 27 was just finished, too. I think it was actually Jack yeah, that was aged and then finished in a, in a maple barrel. But okay. I think they were having issues with the barrel itself. And so far, I mean, this is, the only, this is the only product line that he has right now, I believe, from Company Distilling. I it's don't think there's the, anything it's else. It's the only one I've found. Oh, this is a three-year, it says. Okay. Um, but it doesn't say, you couldn't find where that was sourced from, though, right? No, and and does I, it say on there at all on the back? Can you see. see? Produced and bottled, company distilling, Columbus, Ohio, aged a minimum of three years. Columbus, Ohio. But I but I know that I'm pretty well. I'm, I know that Jeff is living currently in Tennessee still. Right. Not in the not in the Nashville um, 
that area anymore. Not in that area, but okay. I think they I think they said more west Tennessee. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that much geography. <laughs> well, without, without looking at a map. <laughs> uh, I told after Rob poured his first glass, I said, "Taste it, Rob," because Rob famously is a is a big. <laughs> well, you're just a huge Jack Daniels I'm, yeah, I'm, fan. I'm a, and and if there could probably only be one whiskey on the planet, it'd probably be Jack Black for you, right? If that's well, I mean, I mean, I mean that's, is budget an option? I no, mean, I'm I'm just saying if if it all, would be a Jack product most likely. Yeah, sure. okay. You know, Sinatra is pretty good, but so you're you're familiar with the profile of Jack Black. Yeah, fair to say. Fair to say. So I told Rob, you take the first drink, and then tell me if it has any Jack qualities at all, or if Jeff was like. Nope. <laughs> that part of my life is done. Here's what I want to drink. This is what I've always wanted to make. So what was your first reaction when you tasted it? Well, I, it certainly isn't Jack Daniels. Um, it's been so long since I've had the 27 that it, other than having it side by side, it'd be hard to tell. It does have notes of that, I think. It does have a little sweet There's finish. a sweetness it's, it's, to it's it. It's sweeter than, than Jack to, to compare it to the 27 like I said it's been it's been a while it's 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 smoother than Jack Black to me oh it's yes, got a much certainly. smoother but it's hit but it hits all the right areas of your face you know <laughs> I'm it, gonna hit all the right areas <laughs> of your face it's 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 perfect it feels great when it's on your tongue there's not a there's not I didn't get any sort of warmth or burn though which I kind of like a little of that. That's but I didn't what I get noticed much. with the 27 a little bit it, is that it it did burn a hair. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it was a higher proof again it's been so long since I've had it that Right. Well, this is 90, isn't it? Does that say 45 there on the bottom? Yes, sir. Okay, so this is this is coming in, you know. Can't so I wouldn't think the twenty seven would be more than no. that. Maybe it came in at I think it is a hundred proof. I now that I think I, yeah. now the, I got a bottle in the other room. Um I don't think it's open though. This is really good. It's it's one of those I think you would you would have on your shelf and you would go to it every third night. <laughs> you were drinking, you know. I I just think it's. I think it's something. Does that mean that would you only be, drink every third night, or well, no, you've got to space everything oh, out, though. So you don't finish everything right away. But I think it's something that it feels. It feels really comfortable. That maybe that's why they want you to gather around. Maybe that's it, and maybe that's why they nailed maybe it. maybe company is not like the company. Maybe it's just we're having the company, company you keep. There yeah. you go. The people that you're makes the a people little, you're around that, that does makes make a little more sense. sense. Way to go, Jeff! I sorry for we take it all back. Well, you are we take brilliant. Seventy eight percent of it back, sir. Yeah, that that does make a lot more <laughs> sense, doesn't it? <laughs> There's going to be a reason that Jeff is not taking our call right, later. Right, there could be. Texting. It'll be all my fault, and I will feel really bad. <laughs> but no, I I think all that would matter to to him is that it's good, and, and it it's, and boy it is, is it. really nice. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to somebody else that'll dissect this for you, but yeah. I mean, it's it's nice and smooth, and it's got a sweet flavor to it. And it's easy on the finish. Right? Would you would would you recommend buying a bottle? Yeah, get grab two once they hit stores. I, if for I sure. could find it here again, I wouldn't have had to order it. So. Well, I I would have to believe that this will be picked up by distribution around South Dakota, wouldn't it? I mean, this. Just because of the guy behind it, you would be like, "Yeah, we need to get this in." Well, I would imagine that Jeff knows 
how a fair much, number of people how much here, too. We, we drink jack out here <laughs> right um i'm sure dylan would love it for it to yeah. be out here um yeah it's i th- i think people around here would like it for sure it's a no-brainer okay well i think what we should do i i agree the next podcast we should get that gold out the number 27 jack daniels because it is a maple finished product and 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 do a comparison of it here side by side with this one although coming this week i will have two more bottles on the way oh yeah and, and maybe, what, maybe what, hey we'll hold on to, one of those is mine one of those you is were, your personal oh. bottles right well, one's my personal bottle too, but I gotta, I have yeah, to man, share is, with everybody. Mine is actually booze, and yours yeah. is no, it's booze. Mine's booze. You're, yeah, mine's sure. booze. It's booze from the sea, Rob. Remember what happens booze. when we let Houston bring bring whiskey into this show? Now you know how could I pass up a whiskey that's made with crab? Huh? Completely. How could I? Completely unsolicited. The other day, I got a text from a buddy of mine. He's like. Nothing about this sounds appealing. <laughs> he, I sh- can't he, wait. he sent me a picture of what you ordered and, yeah. then, and then commented on the deer one that I kind of wanted to order, but then I saw the price tag and the size right. of the bottle right. and went, no, nah, I think I'll order this one instead. <laughs> My issue with this is I want to share it with so many people, but there's only 200 milliliters of it. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to get everybody a taste. You're oh, only going to need one, I suspect. <laughs> Some people might smell it and be like, yeah, I'm out. I, <laughs> I'm done. All right. So uh, hopefully my, yeah, I think my bottle. If this turns out any, if that one's anywhere near decent, I will buy the deer one. Really? Okay. It's got to be. It's got to be. Work with me here on it's, the it's, degree of decent. It's not going to be good. No, it's not going to be good. <laughs> well, at least it's expensive. So Right. And you know, you could have had a bottle of Pappy, but instead here's the shot glass full of crab juice. Sometimes expensive means good, right? No. Right? <laughs> Please tell me I'm right. That's what it was folks a, think, for sure. It's a lot of money. <laughs> Does your wife know what you spent on <laughs> no, this shot glass? No, I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her this one. <laughs> yeah, good oh, idea. God. All right. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> hey, Joni, if, <laughs> if, if you picked my name for Christmas. I need to get her out to the East Coast somehow. <laughs> Got to get her on a vacation well, I just point her to the website. <laughs> well, that's true. Oh, that's true. I know. Oh, that's true. She gets a discount or something with their first order. She always asks me what I want for Christmas. We'll see if it's well, any good. That, that's what I want for Christmas okay. is the deer juice. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> it's whiskey at work. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.